Do you know what you're really selling? Well, if you think it's a product or a service, you may want to think again. And if you think you don't sell anything, well, you'd better listen to this episode. Welcome to the show. Five, four, three, two, one, lift off. Two women, one mission to break through the BS of business, money, and mindset so you can live the life you desire and deserve sooner. Join Pauline Longdon and Ray Brent as they keep breaking through the BS. Buckle up and hold on to your aura. Enjoy the ride. G'day listeners, this is Pauline Longdon and Ray Brent and welcome back to Breaking Breaking Through through the the BS. BS. Hey, Welcome back. Thanks for joining us. Uh, we've got a, another awesome topic, topic, topic today. <laughs> Good on you, Ray. Um, Spit it out. I only got a couple of words to say for the whole podcast and you get tongue tied. <laughs> love it. <laughs> love it. Alrighty. So yeah, this week, uh, what we're talking about is what are you really selling? I don't know. What am I really selling? I don't know, but, um, I'm sure that a lot of the times it's not what you actually think you're selling. And that's more the point that we want to discuss because, uh, People tend to get a bit confused and they sell the wrong thing. It is. So I'm glad we're um, going to be debunking this little topic today. Yeah, a little piece of BS. Yeah. Definitely. So what we're going to go through is we're going to talk about that if you think it's a product or a service, then you need to think again. And then how to sell to basic human needs and psychology. And also we're going to help you to work out the triggers that will actually get you the biggest impact when you're selling your product or service. Yeah, because just going back a bit, it's the main principle here is that people don't like to be sold, mm-hmm. but they do like to buy. Exactly. Yeah, that's really powerful. Something to know about. Because that, when we're talking about selling, think about how you like to be sold to or how you like to buy or the experience thinking about the buyer's experience um if you're treated like crap when you're in a store um will you buy from that person definitely not not even i I have actually walked out of stores when i really wanted something i had the money in my pocket and the person treated me like i was a moron so i went out of that store went to another store where they treated me better and in fact i actually paid even more than the deal that I just walked away from yeah walked away from because I was being disrespected and you actually jumped in the car drove (laughs) drove I don't know about 15 minutes away used your petrol used your time Mm -hmm. paid a bit more but you got the experience that you wanted and you ended up with the product that you wanted yeah exactly and so I think these days people can't rest on your laurels that people just want the object they want more than just the object that they're buying so Yeah. yeah that's why we're doing the show today so When we're talking about whether you think you're selling a product or a service, then you need to think again. Well, because that you're not selling a physical thing or a a physical service. What you're actually selling is the results of what you do. You know, because think about it. Do people buy a drill because it's got so many horsepowers and it drills a hole in seven seconds or two seconds or whatever? Or are they buying that drill for the hole in the wall? Well, they're buying it for the hole, but more importantly, what are they going to put in that hole? 
Yeah, well, once it's there. That's jumping ahead, but you're right because we're talking about the result, and the result goes well and truly beyond the whole. It goes from the drill is the thing that gives you the result. The result is a whole, but what does the result do for you? So the whole gives you a point where you can then hang your cherished memories or your precious artwork securely to your wall, so that other people can see it and appreciate. It. And appreciate it. And so you can feel good about yourself. And because you've got these beautiful photos of a happy family, or you've got this expensive artwork, then you actually feel like you're better than everyone else that's looking at that, <gasps> which is the basic human emotion. And I mean, that's not the only thing. Think about things like diet shakes. Do people buy diet shakes because they taste good? No. No, we've done it. I haven't found one that really does taste good. No, not really. And also think about it like when people have diet shakes, you know, they're taking diet shakes or they're on specific weight loss diets. Are they doing the diets because they taste good or they're a really great way to deprive yourself and you feel great about depriving yourself of all the foods that you want to eat? Not a, not on your no. life. They are doing the diet. They are buying the diet and the, the process and the, the system to lose weight. So the diet shakes are like the drill. The weight loss is the whole, but what does the weight loss do for the person? Yeah, I mean, could um, be they want to lose the weight so they uh, can get into their wedding dress. Yeah. What, they're going to get married again? Is that what they're getting back into their wedding <laughs> dress for? I'm just joking. Just joking. Yeah. Um, could be in Australia if summer's here, so getting yeah. back into the beach bod. Yeah. Or even just being able to feel good about who you are in your own skin. Yeah, look good naked. They want to be able to get in, undressed in, in front of their husband or their partner with the lights on and not feel embarrassed about themselves. Uh, there's so much behind why people are doing what they're doing. So if people think that they're, they're selling a drill, if people think that they're selling weight loss, they're sorely mistaken. What about or even subscription newsletters? There's a, a famous copywriter and he actually um, is the founder of a, of a billion-dollar behemoth called Agora. Bill Bonner famously said, no one wakes up every morning and goes, wow, you know what? I think I'm missing a newsletter in my life. I better go and subscribe, subscribe to a newsletter to get rid of that deficiency in my life. So no one buys that. But what they do buy is the information, the exclusive information within that newsletter that is going to give them status, it's going to give them results, especially for yeah. investment newsletters. Give them an edge over their competition or mm -hmm. other people. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You know, think about why parents buy things for their kids. It's not, you know, look, okay, so uh, why, do, why do parents pay for private school education when there's public school education readily available for everyone? Is it for the fact that they are doing it for their kid? Well, it kind of is. Possibly. Well, it is because they want their kid to get a good education, but what does their kid getting a good education reflect back on them? That they're a good parent. Yeah, they're providing so then they for feel, the kids. So then they feel good about themselves. So as much as it appears that it's for the children which it really is, but then again, it's really for them to make them feel good about themselves that they've done the right thing as a parent. Yeah. I, it's interesting. It's like that, what are you really selling? What are you really offering people? Are you offering them the physical or the, the, the thing that 
you've got right here or is it something deeper and and it, it will always be something deeper but no one will ever admit to that do you think that a parent would actually admit to the fact that they send their kids to a private school so that they can feel better about themselves and feel that they're a good parent no or that they're trying to get the kids into the old boys school yeah well absolutely or but that's club, about yeah that's about prestige and that's about status for the child but also the parent feels good about themselves that they've provided for their kid so it always comes back to the parent like whichever way you dress it up but there are some very primal human psychology and human needs and it comes back this is all governed by our reptilian brain and we've spoken about that in a previous podcast but we're going to share it here and now because you don't have to listen to the other podcasts unless like you unless you want to but really it everything comes back down to, for the um, reptilian brain to the the three f's which is fighting food and reproduction <laughs> i'm not saying that f word oh or you know fornication oh all right then as sheldon in big bang would say fornication so that is what our basic human needs come down to it's all about survival survival is really about survival of the fittest well, it is that, but it's food and shelter, yeah, mm-hmm. and, and water. But then it's also reproduction. So that's where the reproduction comes into fighting. Males will fight each other for a, a good mate. Females only wanted the fittest. So you're saying the survival of the fittest, but they only wanted the best gene to mate with. So that's what our primal needs are. But the thing about when you're selling to these primal needs, you can't be obvious about it. So as a copywriter... Although I know that a lot of the products that we write for really are talking about food, fighting. And fighting is about status and prestige, isn't it? You want to be the winner when you fight. (laughs) You don't fight with the expectation that you're going to lose. Otherwise, like, why would you do it? You just don't. No. It's all about when you're thinking about fighting, it is about that prestige. And for males, it was okay. So their genes would go forward into the next generation. So it is about prestige and being the best. Being the best, yeah. Being better than everyone else. That's one of the really most primal things. So when we're talking about modern day things, we're not, we can't be obvious about that. But my mind instantly goes to sports cars because we're talking about cars recently. You know, I remember when we were at Miami Beach and it's like a car show. like South a, Beach, yeah. Oh, South Beach in, in Miami. I mean, there are so many prestige cars and, you know, like it's just fantastic. You're looking at it and it's just sex on wheels. That's all it is, you know, because... You think about a car and Ray's very frugal in the way she lives and she's got the got the spoils to prove it though. She's done quite well in life financially because of that mindset. And so she'll say a car is just something to get you from a, point A to point B, wouldn't you? Yeah, definitely. It's like you don't need all the bells and whistles. Mm. You just need it to do the job and get the objective done. Yeah, but me i want something super sexy but okay so let's unwrap that though because okay so if a car just serves a purpose so then why are there okay you've got your family sedan you know you've got your family mover and you've got your jeeps and but then you but then then you've got like your jeeps and then you've got your lamborghinis you've got your ferraris and that well why do they exist and even the rolls royce and your favorite car the maserati yeah well whatever but uh (laughs) i just like their emblem to be honest but uh so the thing is though why are there so many types of car if we were just talking about a need for transportation because it goes more into the psychology. People want certain things. So a person who buys a Rolls Royce, what are they after? 
prestige prestige and status to say hey look you know this car was super expensive and the loudest thing you'll hear in this car is the clock (laughs) to go back to the old ogilvy ad they want the prestige so that's why they buy a rolls royce why does someone buy a lamborghini or a ferrari so they want to pick up chicks. They just want to show how awesome they are and, yeah, it's all about sex. And then you think about other things in life, TVs. Do you know the bigger the TV, the, the bigger status, apparently? There's that I other... think that's in alignment with um, how big your feet are. Oh, right. Yeah, fair enough. <laughs> is that for the accelerator? To yes, put your foot on yep, the accelerator? that's right. That's, the, that's a foot connection, is it? Yep. Exactly, yes, yes. Okay, cool. So... Think about it, if you sell something, where you're positioned on that scale. And by the way, if you think you're not selling something, think again. We all sell something. We sell ourselves from the the moment that we're born all the way throughout in our life. You know, I look at my little niece and she she's a great little salesperson. You know, she's got my parents wrapped around her little finger. You know, she wants something. She knows exactly how to sell to their to their desire to be best grandparents they can be to her so if if she wants something all she has to do is just like say a couple of words and she's selling that girl she'll be able to sell anything when she gets older because she's just got that down pat now and then you, you think about like um, parents they sell their perspective and their teachings and their their mindset to their their kids well, there's that that famous um, saying, it's like, as a parent, you want to be the better salesperson that you're selling your child off crack, as yeah. opposed to the person the, selling them, the drug dealer selling them onto it. Yeah, so you want to be a better salesperson than the drug dealers that are going to tempt your child in, in you know, later on in life, so... Yeah, you want to be able to sell them on the Vir- virtues of not Or the virtues drugs. of clean living. Yeah, exactly. So that's what... So we all sell. And really, when people have got really negative connotations of what selling is, well, that's because of things like, you know, that old used car salesman style of selling. But if you think that that's what selling is, then you're mistaken because selling is, again, as we've said in previous podcasts, Selling is just simply offering someone a solution to their problems for a profit. And why shouldn't you be paid to provide that solution to someone? And when someone has a big enough need, they're more than willing to pay. And you know what? If you did that for free, you know, you see all these people out there to heal the world one hug at a time. And when I was an alternative healer, people would say, you should be doing your healings for free. Well, A, I can't pay my mortgage with free hugs and appreciation. But B, when you give things away to people, oftentimes they don't appreciate it. No. In fact, people are more than willing to pay for whatever the solution to their problem is because they have an absolute need for it. Well, yeah, and more so when they pay for something, they're paying for that individual attention. It's like, Mm -hmm. oh, I don't want what you're giving away for free because that's just one size fits all. Mm. I'll pay you for a solution to my specific problem. But also, Ray, you, you almost touched on it. If, if I had just given it a bit more choke, it would have started it <laughs> because you were just this close to actually saying something really profound, so I'm going to steal it, is that what they're actually paying for is not what you're doing. They're paying for the results that they're getting. Absolutely. And that's so this is where people get mucked up with what they're actually selling. They think that they're selling the thing. So, oh, why don't I just do that for free? But what they're actually selling is the relief 
okay for the alternative healing stuff and did a little bit of stop smoking stuff you know when you when you help someone to stop smoking what are you doing you're not just stopping them from smoking like the physical act of smoking you're saving them money okay yeah, for a start gaffer because, tape would do that yeah but you're saving them money because cigarettes are so expensive these days but not only that future on you're actually saving their health you're helping them with their health but when you actually dig deep into the benefits of what all that gives them you're prolonging them their life you're allowing them to see their great their children grow up and you're allowing them to see their grandkids be born and grow up yeah and to be able to play with their kids and grandkids and keep up with them exactly absolutely they're healthy so you're not just doing the okay so let's just charge you like 10 bucks to help you stop smoking because you know it's easy and all that when you actually see the gravity and the enormity of what you're actually selling them, you'll know that they'd probably be happy to pay you $2,000 if you could guarantee that they're going to be around for their grandkids to grow up and go to their wedding or whatever is significant to them. So humans are funny little creatures, aren't we? We certainly are. <laughs> but it really helps to understand what actually drives people. So the good thing about human psychology and human behavior at its most primal level has not changed for a millennia. What drove us when we were cavemen, if you believe in evolution or whatever, but just let's say what drove humans hundreds of years ago, thousands of years ago, is still true today. It's just the settings and the things around us have changed. Yeah, technology's improved. Yeah. Um, sh bright, shiny objects have become brighter and shinier. Yeah, because, I mean, there's not so many shiny rocks back then. So it's got one stone axe. You've seen them all. But, you know, then someone finds a different material and it's, hey, that, that one looks good or that one's bigger. So I want that one because it's all about status and feeling better about yourself. Feeling good about yourself is pretty much it. And then also the, the three Fs. You know, just, um, you know, fulfilling the three Fs, so, which are food, fighting, and reproduction. <laughs> anyway. It's the so, clean version. Yeah. So how do you find out what actually drives people? Well, the way that you figure, figure that out is to get to know people, start to research them. You know, if you're actually a business owner or you're selling some sort of product or service, start to know the people that you're actually marketing to. And then so what happens is that you start to see what's important to them. You start to see the words that they're using. And what I like to do, I like to observe more than I participate. Well, that and that also comes back to that old saying, it's like you've got two ears, one mouth, mm -hmm. use them in that proportion as well. Yeah, exactly. So I, I tend to do that when I'm online, although some people probably add that they've got two ears, one mouth and ten fingers, so they're going to use their ten fingers to be keyboard warriors. Well, I think they shouldn't, you know, they should just calm down. But, uh, yeah. Or well, you could actually throw in the, the two eyes for observing. Mm -hmm. two eyes one mouth yeah, yeah exactly yeah so I, I think you know there's in this day and age we have unrivaled visibility into people's lives because they are so candid and they are so open online and whether that's a good thing or a bad thing it's just a thing so take advantage of it while you can to actually see the deepest desires of people but just remember that sometimes the deepest desire the thing that will actually help them to buy what it is that you're selling 
they won't actually tell you. So even if you do a survey and ask them what their deepest desire is, yeah, so they'll they'll only tell you what they think you want to hear. Exactly. Why did you buy this car? Well, fuel economy. I kind of like the color. The leather seats were nice, but then okay. So what are they thinking? Well, the chicks are gonna find this hot. Imagine pulling up at the traffic lights and you know going dragging the the young bucks in their cars and beating them. Um, and all that sort of stuff but by the way I can't tell you that because my wife's sitting next to me as I do this survey so I don't want my wife to know that I want to you know yeah I don't want my wife to know how I drive this car when she's not in it yeah yeah so anyway I hope you enjoyed this episode we'd like to dive deep into the world of marketing but whether you're business or a you know company or anything just remember that you're actually it's a human selling to a human and we'd like to call it h to h marketing like people talk to b2b marketing b2c b2lmnop we like just to you know condense that down to h to h that is human to human um, some people would say heart to heart doesn't really matter it's whatever but just remember that you know at the start of the show we were talking about the fact that people sometimes get a bit clinical with the way they see what they're selling yeah it's a case of stop seeing the sale in dollar value Mm -hmm. and see it in actual real value that you're providing to the person that you're selling it to yeah 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 because you want to if you're going to be selling something you want to be able to improve the person's life that is buying it from you yeah because if you don't and you um, rip them off in any way as in they buy the product they're still unsatisfied or they feel that you've uh, deprive them in any way you'd better watch out yeah karma's it <laughs> yeah well it's not karma it's called social media yeah. these days they'll get up and they'll rubbish you in front of everyone so just remember you're not actually selling a product or a service or anything like that you're actually selling them the promise of what that can actually do for them and how, how it can improve their life so anyway hope you enjoyed the show if you've got any feedback or if you've like to leave us a rating on itunes or any of the um you know wherever you find the the podcast that would be super duper until the next episode catch you and bye for now thanks for listening bye hey thanks for listening to the show come on over to breaking through the bs.com that's breaking through the bs.com and that's where you'll find all the episodes and all of the show notes and remember if you like the show subscribe and leave a review and let all your friends know about breaking through the bs we'll catch you at the next show bye for now <music>